Welcome to the Bippity Boss Podcast. My name is Alexis Boyette, and I am a character entertainment specialist, business expert, and six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping you achieve financial independence in the industry of magic. If you are looking to massively up-level your business, your life, your finances, your productivity, and your success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything your heart desires. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you need to create the business and lifestyle of your dreams. I know you will get so much value from these interviews, so thank you for pushing play today, and now let's begin. Beautiful queens, and welcome back to the Bibbity Boss Podcast. I am delighted to have Josie here with us from Oregon's Fairy Tale Project. She owns a, a charitable company. And it's a nonprofit, and she's going to teach us all about her and her business and how she got started and all that good stuff. So I am so excited to have you here. Hi, Josie. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Yay. So how are you? Tell me a little bit about like your princess backstory and how you got started and all that good stuff. Um, Okay. So how I got started was um, basically... I, I have like a theater. I did theater in high school. I do community theater. I, um, <laughs> uh, I'm i from Oregon. And one of like the big things in Oregon, I have worked at the Enchanted Forest. Uh, <laughs> and I used to do character stuff there. And then how I got into like princess company stuff is um, one of the co-founders also of Oregon's Fairy Tale Project, Lexi, um, she owned a business beforehand and I auditioned to be a part of it. And then from then I was hooked and I, I wanted to go out and do this all the time. So um, what hooked it for you? Was it like the experiences with the kids? Yeah, no, I, I was surprised. Like I remember the first time that I, um, the first event that I ever actually like went out and did was a volunteer event. Um, and I've been so lucky that I've been able to do it twice now um, for school kids. They get like new backpacks and new shoes and it's really, really fun. Um, and even in that, that event, it wasn't super big or anything like that. Uh, but like <laughs> it just this has like such an effect on people. And I was so surprised that it makes people so like and kids, it makes them so happy. And when you can have like that, like special connection with a kid and you know that you've made their like entire week (laughs) you know it's just it's amazing and I I love I love to do that (laughs) yeah I completely agree with you I feel like that's the foundation of many of our companies is like we know what these characters mean to children and we've experienced these you know, magical moments where, you know, we've made eye contact with a child and they truly believe that you are their hero. And you see how you have so much power to make a positive impact in their life. And it's addicting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, (laughs) I'm very addicted and not even, not even kids. What surprises me the most is like adults, like (laughs) you can make adults days too. And it's, it's crazy to me. Like, (laughs) I love it. Oh, I agree completely. The um, oldest party I ever did for a woman, she was 98 and I was Cinderella and she cried. Oh, 
Yeah, we did a coronation ceremony and everything, like full nine yards. And the like one of her biggest dreams was to meet Cinderella because Cinderella was always like a character that she resonated with. And it's so cool because the parents and the the uh, not the parents, the people at the party didn't treat it like it was childish. They didn't treat it like it was, you know, silly. They were really excited about it and really happy about it because at the end of the day, we're all just big kids, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I get so excited when I see you like my, you know, other people doing it and everything. I'm like, oh, look, <laughs> like it's Rapunzel. She's right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh girl, yes. I like, whenever I first started traveling the world, the first place I went to was Pocahontas's memorial statue in Gravesend, England. <laughs> it was amazing. Like they had an entire statue. When you get off the train in Gravesend, Kent, England, they have an entire mural of um, Pocahontas's life, like including like when she saved John Smith, when she went to England, like when she met the king, everything. And then they have an entire plaque next to the church um, commemorating her, as well as a statue that was erected in, I believe, the 1800s. And like, there's a grandmother willow tree there. And it's like, it's so much synchronicity and it's so magical. And you just feel like the power and the presence. And I'm like, these princesses, these women of history, you know, real or not real, these women make a difference and they make a positive impact in the lives of children and adults on a daily basis. Oh yeah. No, this, it's, <laughs> it's crazy that, you know, something like this really has such a powerful impact on just society and people and it's not a lot of thing it's not a, a thing a lot of people like think about would have as much of an you know impact as it does oh yeah I mean I think for the most part in the past like 30 40 years people have seen princess party companies as like clown companies you know just another party trick they don't really give it that much merit or weight Whereas I feel like now we're beginning in a new age where people are actually starting to understand the impact these characters have. I don't know if you've seen uh, Disney's new release of the movie Red. The the turning red. Yes. yes. No, I, I just watched it. I love it so much. Oh my God, girl. I loved it so much. And I loved that, like, and I saw a little gift that went along with it where it was like Disney has... Um, transitioned from and it's it's great that they've transitioned because obviously like evolution you know generations of people are changing the internet has changed people like we've we're always changing and evolving right and disney has evolved to where they're no longer making the biggest obstacle or struggle of the movie about a villain now they're making it about real life struggles that you actually experience like in that movie yeah no i i mean that movie um the Encanto too. I, they're just so great, and they they don't they don't have like a big villain. It's just life <laughs> life struggles that everyone can like relate with and totally like see themselves like in Turning Red. I like <laughs> I totally saw myself like that thirteen year old like girl. I was like, yeah, no, that's that was me. <laughs> oh, girl, me too, me too. When she was obsessed with the little boys, I was like, oh my god, my obsession for Jonathan Taylor Thomas as a child. <laughs> I had an entire journal. I had pictures drawn. I thought I was going to marry him legit, like for sure. Yeah, it was me in, uh, in One Direction. I I was a, a firm directioner. <laughs> <going up. laughs> 
Yes, I love that so much. So, and I and I also like circling back to Encanto before we get lost into the Disney realm of things. Um, with Encanto, everyone took it very differently, but I felt like um, the characters in Encanto, all of the different variations of the characters are like all emotions that we feel within ourselves, you know, like the pressure to make our parents happy, make society, make society happy, the pressure to get married, the pressure to have something special about us, the pressure to even Bruno, like the pressure of being misunderstood and being outcasted from your family for thinking differently. And it's like, there was so many important like notes and tones in that movie. I was just like, Whoa, Disney is seriously like trying to send us messages and trying to help us evolve and trying to help us get more in touch with ourselves and i'm like that is an incredible company that is an incredible company that really truly believes in its mission and that's what we can hope to do right oh yeah no i mean i've i've watched the movie over and over again and every single time i go oh wait okay there there's something new they you know there's more and it's it has layers <laughs> you know on top of each other of like there's so many things and so many different things that like people can resonate with. And it's, I, I love it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love that. And I, and I love that we've, we've understood these messages and we've understood, you know, the impact that these characters can make uh, not only for parents, children, businesses, but for everyone. And so let's circle back to the beginning of your company. I know that you started out as a professional princess for your friend Lexi's company. Can you tell me a little bit about the involvement from your transition from princess to company owner and nonprofit specialist? Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, sadly, Lexi's company closed um, at the end of, oh, was that 2020? Yeah, 2020. And me and her, we just like continued doing, you know, cosplay, kind of fun stuff. Uh, and then circle around to last year, September, we were asked to do um, a volunteer event um, by one of our friends who is actually a part of the board now for OFP. Um, and after we did that event, we were like, why aren't we doing this? <laughs> like, this is what we want to do. We want to do volunteer events. We want to, we want to help out these, you know, amazing organizations, other nonprofits, charities. And that's like, that's what our passion is for this. It's, you know, like the birthday parties, they were fun and, you know, stuff like that. But what we really want to do is give back and spread magic to those who need it most and support, you know, amazing organizations in the community. Um, and so after we did that event, we were like, let's start something. Like, let's do it. We have, <laughs> I'm very fortunate that through, you know, all this, we've made some really awesome, amazing friends who super talented and know how to do stuff like this. And <laughs> we were like, guys, let's, let's start something like a volunteer, we didn't know what, but we were like, we want to do this thing. Let's just do it. And so there was five of us that initially were like, let's make a board. Let's do a volunteer organization, something like this. We're going to give it a name. And that's when we came up with Oregon's Fairy Tale Project. Um, and that's how it kind of started. 
So these five, are, were they all women? Yes, yes. Amazing. So these five incredible women that you partnered with to start this nonprofit, did you guys all have the same vision? I, yes. Yeah, we definitely were all thinking of this, you know, this nonprofit, this organization um, that specialized in just helping, you know, other charities, other, you know, and eventually kind of what we all kind of want is to be able to put on our own events to, you know, help support either whether we're like collecting donations, raising money for, you know, like make a wish or our local like food banks here. And it's kind of what we want. <laughs> like that's what we, you know, started out with, you know, and then we got into like the, you know, the nitty gritty of like, <laughs> how, how do you do something like this? Like, how do you become a nonprofit? How do you become a charity? Like <laughs> there's so much with like the business side of it that none of us were like, that I, very much me, I was not expecting when starting something like this. I was like, oh yeah, we'll just get a group, like a bunch of group of like people together that are like into volunteering and we'll just like make it work. And very much is what I found out is that, okay, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I was unaware of, you know? And out of curiosity, because I mean, I've never done, I have done charitable events. I worked with the Ronald McDonald Foundation. I worked with Make-A-Wish, but I don't specialize in um, doing nonprofit or charitable work because for me, it was always a business first and the same ethics and values, but just more as a foundation of a business and not as a charity. Um, So I think that that's definitely like, if it's something that you're passionate about, I think that you could potentially have a charitable division of your company as well as a for-profit division. But specifically what interests me with you the most is that you chose to go completely nonprofit. So before we jump into the logistics of getting to that point, you know, and all the loops and hoops that you're going to have to jump through in order to get to that, before we dive into that, um, would you mind giving me a little bit of backstory about why you decided to pursue this as a charitable contribution instead of as a business? So the, I feel like the main reason that we decided to do the charity side of things is um, one of our like main things when we were like first coming up with this is like, we realized that like, a lot of people will never be able to go to Disneyland, will never be able to go to Disney World, and, you know, they'll never be able to meet some of their favorite characters and stuff like that. And so what we really wanted is to be able to provide you um, a ride this, you know, the princesses and the princessing to people that we feel would probably need it most. And we wanted to make it available for those people. Um, And we found that like with the, you know, for-profit kind of the business side where that it was not really our, we didn't enjoy it as much and we didn't, you know, have the same passion, you know, when we were doing it. And so we were like, well, if we're not loving that side of it, let's just 
go the full the the side that we do love. Let's let's do that. <laughs> and very much now that you know we're doing and those events where you're volunteering, where you're you know helping out good causes, are definitely where I for me personally it makes me the happiest <laughs> and I enjoy them the most. So that's kind of kind of what we were thinking with that. Well, that's incredible. I mean, I think first and foremost, the, the biggest responsibility we have as individuals is getting to know ourselves and what makes us happy and what makes us feel fulfilled. And I think that you recognizing that, you know, the business aspect of um, princessing wasn't something that you were passionate about or interested in or found joy in. I think that that's a huge um accomplishment for you is to decide like, no, I'm not finding joy in this area, but I'm finding joy in this other area. And this is how I'm going to pursue princessing for myself. And I think that that's incredible. I think that that's awesome what you do. Now, do you have also like a full-time job or how do you support yourself financially? Um, so I, I go to school right now. I um, am getting my bachelor's degree in architectural engineering, actually. <laughs> Impressive. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also I I work part time to work at a coffee shop, a popular chain coffee shop. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's what I do. <laughs> nice. I love that you were just like, I don't know if I think this should say the name. I'm not going to say the name. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. So obviously you're not hurting for funds. And this is this is your passion. This is your something that makes you feel good in your way of giving back. Do you know of any um, nonprofits or charitable organizations? I know that I did do a little bit of research into them. And some of them are able to take like a salary for the owners of the nonprofit or the charity. Have you ever heard of that? Um, no, is I, no, I haven't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was just curious about that. If that was something that you had experienced or like were uh, aware of, cause I, I have met a couple people that ran like charities and nonprofits and other locations. And I do know that like some of them would take like a cut of, you know, um, they would get investors and they would have people donate and then they would like take a portion of, they would give the majority of it to charity, but then they would take a portion of it for themselves to like pay for costumes or to pay for like things that they might need. So I didn't know if that was something that you were doing as well. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I understand. Yes. So we eventually, yeah, we're very, very new with everything and we're, you know, the, the business side, it takes a long time. Yeah. But we eventually do want to work towards where we are, um, we'll be able to get sponsors, we'll be able to get, you know, um, donations and stuff like that. But there's um, a lot of paperwork and kind of <laughs> um, things that you have to like qualify for and, you know, to be able to get to that point, which hopefully, hopefully we'll get there soon <laughs> because I definitely, one of the unfortunate things is that life costs a lot of money and <laughs> and costumes and wig and upkeep and everything also costs a lot of money and you know travel and all that kind of stuff it again is expensive it yep it adds <laughs> yeah. up and so very much right now is we are trying to find ways that we can make 
those expenses so that we are able to continue doing, you know, what we love to do, which is give back. And if I had all the money in the world, I would, <laughs> I would do this, you know, it would be perfectly fine, but sadly not the reality of it. And so we are definitely trying to work towards getting, you know, the proper, I guess. Funding. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Funding, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and maybe that can potentially some, be something that I can help you with and assist you with in the future. Um, I'll definitely do more research into it because I would love to be versed in that. And, you know, I think that adding more knowledge to my roster isn't going to be a bad thing. So um, I'll definitely pursue looking into what it would take to get sponsorships and funding for nonprofits for you. And I'll do some deep diving and let you know what I come up with. Um, but that being said, let's talk about like the logistics of when you decided to start this nonprofit. And I agree with you, by the way, um, when it comes to having a business that's for profit, and then also having like a charitable aspect of that business, I think that the people that don't have the access and the opportunities um, and the financial means to have, you know, character experiences, I feel like when you do own a business, you're trying to balance that ratio, but I don't think that you get to give back as much as you would like to, to those lower income families or those um, underprivileged children. And so I think that, you know, every, every city should have a nonprofit like yours. And so I'm hoping that this interview encourages more um, cosplay enthusiasts to pursue um, either having a balanced company where they do both or pursuing a nonprofit. So let's dive in a little bit into when you decided to pursue this and what steps you realized you would need to take. Yeah. So I think our, our first step was um, getting volunteers, getting people who would want to do this and want to do this for free, <laughs> which it's, it was very easy. <laughs> this is a very fun thing. And a lot of people are super into it and are, and once you say you're like oh we're doing this you know for other charities for good causes and stuff like that like people get super duper like excited about it which is um which was really fun and then i am was very lucky that <laughs> a lot of my friends uh have done theater are very talented in that aspect and I was like hey <laughs> you're gonna be doing this now and they were like let's go <laughs> um so I think that was our first step was finding volunteers because at in the beginning we were just like oh we're just gonna be like just a group of volunteers like that's just what we were gonna operate under like similar to like a, a cosplay group kind of thing mm -hmm. is kind of what we wanted to operate under um and then as we were continuing on, um, we realized that we, since we were the ones who were providing the like costumes and, you know, the training and everything like that, that we're like, oh, I think this needs to become more of a structured actual like, you know, charity, nonprofit kind of thing. And, at that point, we were talking about becoming a nonprofit and how how we would, you know, get to that point, how to do everything legally and, <laughs> you know, sound and all that kind of stuff. And then we started researching, like, 
nonprofits? Like how, how does one become a nonprofit? Um, which there's a lot to becoming a nonprofit. You have to like say you're going to make so much money. You have to have like a very specific mission statement. You have to kind of, you have to apply for all these like uh, tax kind of forms kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's tons of stuff. There's like uh, a tax exemption kind of form that you have to file for. There's, again, you have to declare that you're going to make so much money and so much years. And if you don't, then it's, you get fined for it. And it's, <laughs> it's a whole big thing. Yeah. There's a, there's tons that come that goes into this, which, which makes sense. Um, but so we're like, okay, let's put a pin in becoming a, a non-profit non-profit <laughs> um, because right now that is something that we can work towards that we can eventually hopefully hopefully one day become but let's let's find you know the the steps in between between like because I don't think people probably just immediately be go like straight to the non-profit <laughs> um, so we're like okay we're gonna do the charity organization and that's when we decided to become an LLC um, that way just for like collecting funds and money and stuff like that it was okay you know <laughs> that you know that was something that we could do and we're like okay and I, I looked did a lot of research I was like okay what can we do in between the time of group of volunteers to nonprofit like what what do I need to do you know what's the jumping point and that's when we decided the not for-profit charity organization is kind of what we are operating under now and we are in the process of getting um, some of those tax exemption forms and stuff like that so that we can move to the, like the next step which would be getting sponsors and being able to do donations and stuff like that um and then once we're there we're that much closer to getting becoming a, a true nonprofit nonprofit. wow so a lot of steps well I yeah mean, i admire you for taking them because you know this has been like your soul's purpose and the beautiful blessing that the universe has provided you with so i am so proud of you that despite all of these very obvious and apparent large obstacles and hurdles that you're going to have to go over that you're still staying committed to your vision and your dream. And I have to tell you, your aesthetic is beautiful, queen. <laughs> oh, that's, I, that is all Lexi. I, I, the, the social media, like the, the way everything looks like she has got an eye and that is her talent. That is her, <laughs> like she is, she knows what looks good. And I'm so glad that she's there because if it was if it was me in charge of it man it would it would not be good <laughs> but I love that I mean and obviously are you guys all really close do you are you all close friends uh, yeah so before this like um we are yeah we're all we're all friends we all I'm, again very lucky like yeah no we're super <laughs> we do we talk we're we're all good friends we all get along really really good and we're all they're just all great people who I I truly do love and think that they're amazing and I'm so glad to be doing this with them and it's it's great <laughs> I love it 
That's amazing. And I mean, it's so, it's so difficult to find people that have the same heart as you and that have the same desires as you and like want to help those desires come to fruition. So you are so blessed, girl. So blessed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, the, the fact that they're just like, that they just all kind of just stumbled into my life. Just like, I'm like, what, how, how does this happen? But it's great. I love it. I love that. Is there any, um, I know that we covered pretty much everything to do with your nonprofit and the starting of your business and about you. Is there any tips or feedback you would give to anyone that's interested in pursuing either starting their own nonprofit charity or um, pursuing nonprofit? Um, yeah. Uh, my main research um, call people ask for help, um, reach out and research and find if, if this is something that you really, truly want to do, because there's a lot to it. And, um, it's, I, I think, I mean, I think anyone can do it if they, you know, they really want to, and it's their passion and everything, but yeah, I would mostly recommend on researching, um, have people that you don't do it all by yourself. <laughs> Another one, big one. Don't do it all by yourself. There are a lot of people probably in your life that would love to help you and would love to be a part of something like this and bring them on, ask for help, ask for, you know, someone to lean on because you're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And then um, do you think that any women or men that are listening to this podcast that are interested in starting a character themed nonprofit or charity can reach out to you and ask you for some tips and tricks and advice. Oh yeah. No. Um, you can reach out to our page, which is Oregon's fairy tale project. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. We also have a website and we have like a little like message us kind of like contact us kind of thing. So yeah, no, totally reach out. I would love to help anyone who wants to do something like this. And I, Yes. <laughs> Very yes. For all of the uh, listeners, uh, hopefully, potentially in the future, once Josie is an official nonprofit, we can put together some sort of educational course that will teach people how to start their own. Yeah. No. I, yes. I'd love to help people <laughs> along. <laughs> yeah. once, once we figure it out, but we'll get there. We'll do yeah, it. <laughs> once, we, once we get past that hurdle, then, then, and I, like, I, that's how I am with everything that I do. Like, unless I have personally like done it and experienced it, then I don't coach others. So once we have perfected this, everyone, we will give you all the information. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> let me, let, let us, let us go out. We'll, you know, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got this. We got this. We got this. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Josie, for joining me for this interview. You are fabulous, adorable, perfect, and your heart is gold. You are truly a princess and you should be so proud of yourself. Thank you. No, thank you so much for having and again, offering your support and everything. It, it really means a lot to us. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, queen. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by visiting me on Instagram at bippityboppitybankrolls or visit me on my website at bippityboppitybankrolls.com. I love and I adore you and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Have a magical day.